Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Gateway Rescue Mission, meeting the physical and spiritual needs of the homeless right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Check us out at www.gatewaymission.org. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Yes, that's right. Welcome into the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you guys are with me on this Sunday evening. Ole Miss had Juice Fest over the weekend. A big recruiting weekend, and during that recruiting weekend, they got a couple of portal uh, commitments. I have uh, not seen much uh, movement on the like the actual recruiting, although you guys know me. I'm not exactly um, going to go in-depth on specific high school recruits on here very often anyway. It's not really my thing, as you guys know. I, I think that if you're going to cover recruiting, you got to cover uh, recruiting, it's got to be your thing. Uh, you've got to do it all the time. And quite frankly, a lot of you have really negative feelings about recruiting itself. And uh, let's get in uh, on that, actually. And and by the way, uh, Joseph Cryer, I believe is his name, decommitted for Ole Miss, got an LSU offer. And um, he's from Louisiana. And yeah, so one just got an LSU offer, visited uh, this weekend, one plus one equals two sometimes. I say that too much, I need to stop. But either way, uh, so that happened this weekend. They, they got a couple of portal guys, so we will talk about it. But man, uh, to me though, nothing has really changed. That's what's so fascinating about uh, recruiting nowadays is I don't really notice a difference in the drama. What, what I notice is that people are fed up with it. And I'm kind of glad that that is the case. To be fully transparent with you, I've always thought it uh, a little bizarre uh, that the the way recruiting is covered and the way people follow recruiting, I've always kind of found it uh, to be a little ridiculous, uh, to, to be fully transparent with you. I've never liked it. I, I've never liked following it. I, I think that there are adults that lead these kids to do Stupid, dramatic things uh, when they shouldn't. Uh, he's got my genes, so it's it's never going to happen for him. God bless him. He's going to have to study. But my son, if he ever comes up in recruiting, he's not going to do the troll thing. He, I'm not going to let him. I'm not. I'm. <laughs> I would like to think I'm not a controlling parent of a three year old. But uh, when he, if he gets to that age and he's being recruited, I, I, I am not going to let him do it the way so many people do it. He's not going to have a handler like some of these people have. It's a dramatic, a dramatic mess, and um, everybody involved is at fault. I can't stand it. I think that when when a kid drops a top ten list and it's treated as huge news, that that kind of stuff has always been off putting to me. But that hasn't changed. You know, people say NIL has changed recruiting. No, it hasn't. Um, I mean, there was always last minute money and stuff going on. There's always been flips. There's always been decommitments. There, All this stuff that happens now has always happened. There's always been handlers with their hands out, especially in Mississippi. There's been handlers with their hands out, and I find that especially pathetic, where people will steer a high school kid to places that give them an adult money. I mean, 
profiting or capitalizing. And oftentimes, the kids don't even know that you're really doing it this way. But, but financially benefiting directly from steering a kid to a certain college, I, I, found, I find to be so low and pathetic. So, but, but that has gone on forever. I, I mean, I've heard stories all the way back uh, from when I started this, and, and they exist a lot uh, earlier than that. I mean, it, handlers and sketchy uncles and stuff have always been part of the deal. Uh, so it's not new in this era. Flipping because of money is not new in this era. Uh, it's just people are starting to pay closer attention to it now. Maybe it is what NIL has done is kind of exposed the ridiculousness of it all. But I do kind of like where, uh, where where people are starting to, to give up on it. I think that's healthy uh, for, for fans. Uh, not, not to get preachy or anything, but closely following recruiting cannot be good for your health. It is so dramatic and so ridiculous. And you've got players that are getting upset that it gets reported that they're visiting somewhere. All of it's, uh, it's kind of exhausting to me. And, and I have got, I, I've seen that everywhere. I mean, and it's not just old Miss fans that interact with state fans are the same way. I, I see it on, you know, the internet's not the best gauge, but I see it all over uh, the internet uh, with fan bases all over. People are just kind of fed up with the charade that high school recruiting is. Now, I think they're wrong. Again, like I said a second ago, I think they're wrong when they say things like, well, NIL has ruined recruiting. No, it, it's always been like this. It's always been unnecessarily dramatic and ridiculous. Uh, but more people are starting to kind of open their eyes to how stupid it is. And I, I've talk to people lately and i i've heard more of oh well, just wake me up on signing day than i ever have before so i think that's good because the drama is so stupid and maybe people not paying attention to all that crap and the picking up the hat and throwing it aside and picking up another hat and throwing it aside and actually it was under my jacket the whole time and all that stuff i i find to be insane and all the bells and whistles that go into recruiting is also kind of insane but uh, long-winded way to say, uh, yeah, like individual prospects that were at Juice Fest is not going to be something that I'd... Uh, apparently, it was a good weekend. Things went well. They had a lot of players in town. All uh, oh, Everything's great. Always everything is, is great, and they had a big weekend, and Pete Golding is really making an impression, which doesn't surprise me because Pete Golding, uh, in a lot of ways, since he's been at Ole Miss has really made an impression on a lot of people. So that being the case this weekend is not a surprise. If big things happen from Juice Fest, aside from the two transfers that we're going to talk about, then uh, then we will talk about them. But in the, in the meantime, enjoy your break from following recruiting because you deserve it as a fan. The season's stressful enough. Recruiting season doesn't need to be stressful for you as well. But anyway, my name is Michael Borky, by the way. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. And subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Just search Rebel Report. Subscribe, leave a rating, and a review. Uh, Ole Miss did get a couple of commitments today, portal guys, that, um, I mean, they think can be eligible, but it's long past the time for Anyway, we'll talk about it. 
Right after I tell you, the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. If you're in the market for office technology and you're located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, anywhere in Mississippi and you're in the market for office technology, absms.com is the website. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me, absms.com. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority with 16 locations across the state of Mississippi. There is one in in your backyard. You can almost guarantee it. They've got online banking like everybody does, but it's a one-stop shop. So if you uh, need to manage your money or handle your money, you can do it all in one place with Priority One Bank's online banking. You don't need multiple apps to manage your money. Priority One Bank makes you their priority. So... One has gone official yet. The other one has not gone official yet. Uh, so we'll talk about the one that's that's official first, and then the second one is what I assume Pete Golding, the aforementioned Pete Golding, uh, is tweeting about when he does the little shark emoji thing. T.J. Dudley, he was originally from Montgomery, went to Montgomery Catholic Prep, was a four-star in the 2022 class, so just last year in the 2022 class, Four-star, number 37 linebacker, top 15 player in the state of Alabama. He went to Clemson. No longer on the team at Clemson. He hit the portal, uh, although it was more, he had no choice. He kind of had to hit the portal. Dabo Swinney was asked about it, called him a, a good player and a good man, but said that they have rules, and it was good. I'm paraphrasing, but something like he's a good player and a good man, but we have rules and it, uh, a reset was probably best or, or something uh, along those lines. There are rumors about what got him kicked off of the team at Clemson. I am not going to perpetuate those rumors on here because that is deeply irresponsible uh, because I have no idea whether or not they're true. And um, So take Dabo's word for it if you want. Good player, good man, needed a reset. We'll see. Not, uh, I mean... There's a lot of reasons that guys hit the portal, and they're not all good. You know, sometimes guys didn't work out at a previous stop for things that they did or whatever, and this may or may not be the case. Dabo seemed to intimate that this was either way. Um, for, former four-star linebacker, and, and those don't really grow on trees, and, and Ole Miss has had a hard time in the past of getting players like that. Now, the, the kicker or the interesting part of this is that apparently – they think they can get him a waiver. Now, it's long past the uh, the immediate eligibility transfer window uh, that 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 is closed, and so getting a waiver, especially when you possibly were kicked off of your previous team, feels I don't know. I who knows with the NCAA NCAA anymore. I, I really don't. And I've I've seen their releases about how. They're going to crack down on that, and you're not getting waivers and all. But who knows? I, I, I wouldn't count, frankly, without having any inside information, because apparently they think that they can get him a waiver. I wouldn't count on it unless the until the NCAA stamps off on on the approval of said waiver. I, I wouldn't count on it myself. I, I would expect TJ Dudley uh, to be a part of going into next season, quite frankly, because right now, again, I just I, I wouldn't count on the NCAA to do anything timely and to do anything to benefit anybody, especially Ole Miss. 
at this point. They are claiming they're going to crack down on these waivers. They are claiming that nobody's going to get them. That's what they have said in multiple press releases. And yet people still keep transferring and applying for waivers and thinking that they can get them. So it's a good pickup, even if not for this season. Again, four-star linebackers don't grow on trees. This guy was wanted by basically everybody. Clemson doesn't sign, uh, especially defensive players, but Clemson doesn't sign people who can't play. Uh, Good pedigree. What what cracks me up, though, is he was a four-star prospect and then as somehow a three-star transfer. Like, explain that to me. How how did he get worse at Clemson? Did he did he get worse? I don't. Either way, um, I wouldn't count on him being available this year, just because of my pessimism about the NCAA. But having somebody like this who has already used their one-time transfer uh, in your linebacker room is nothing but a good thing. Um, barring what happened at Clemson uh, being a persistent issue. You saw it with Chris Marshall. Uh, You hope it doesn't happen uh, here. The other one that is possibly going to uh, commit to Ole Miss, again, Pete Golding did the shark thing. I think he is talking about Chris Graves, who is at Miami, a former four-star defensive back, uh, hit the transfer portal, and is... uh, Visited Ole Miss during Juice Fest. Uh, according to Matt Zenitz of On3, he expects him to transfer to Ole Miss, adding another defensive back. If you... Sometimes actions speak loudly, right? Actions speak louder than words. That's what your parents used to tell you when you were in high school. Um, but there, there is a mountain of evidence that tells you that Pete Golding could not stand his defensive backs room when he got to Ole Miss. Um, Based on how the the lengths that they've gone to basically flip the entire secondary uh, since he's gotten at Ole Miss uh, is a clear indication of what he thought about what they had in the defensive secondary since he's gotten there. And here's another example. Again, Graves didn't play at Miami last year, was a... uh, uh, a 2022 recruit as well, four-star kid, apparently was injured, at least according to a Miami blog, and that's why he didn't see time on the field last year, but they expected him uh, to to provide for this team this year. I don't know why he has hit the transfer portal. I, I really don't. Um, there's rumors there, too. Again, not going to perpetuate him because I have no idea, but uh, as a high school prospect, he was a highly coveted prospect. Uh, we'll see what he can do at Ole Miss. I mean, he's just another transfer uh, secondary piece for for Pete Golding in this defense that is, uh, again, an indicator of what they thought they had there. Quite frankly, the the entire defense uh, needed an overhaul. The addition of Dudley tells you what they thought about the the depth at linebacker. I really like Monty Montgomery. I, I think not enough Ole Miss fans are talking about him going into this season. Highly productive linebacker. I expect a big season from him, but they didn't like their depth on the defensive line. They added two portal linebackers, now a third, and now Pete Golding has basically completely and totally overhauled the defensive secondary. Tells you what he thought about the personnel uh, when he took over, and we'll see what happens. Again, if it's him, it may not be. I'm just trying to do some 
connecting of dots here, but if you can add a guy with Chris Graves' pedigree to your roster, you do it. And and you hope that whatever led to him leaving Miami is not a, a, a him issue and that it's a Miami issue and he can come in and be a contributing member of the Ole Miss football team. It's the curious thing about these portal guys. Some of them are looking to increase competition. Some of them are um, trouble. Some of them aren't satisfied with playing time. There's a lot of reasons. And uh, you hope that these uh, these guys come to Ole Miss and can contribute like their potential says that they can. So two portal guys, late additions from Juice Fest. You got camp starting this week in Oxford. Wednesday, I believe, is when Lane Kiffin will meet with the media and do the training camp press conference and all that stuff. And I'm looking forward to bringing you all kinds of coverage leading up to the start of the season. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll talk to you on the next one. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.